Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller on Happy Cinco de Mayo Day to you. Hey, we're going to have to call an audible here. I left us yesterday saying that we would come in today and talk about what's going on over the next week and a half or so that really sets the stage for the rest of the summer and in some ways to the rest of the year. But let's postpone that, if I may, until tomorrow, because there are a couple of things here on Cinco de Mayo that I want to focus on. As I was preparing this, I thought, no, we need more time. I don't want to cram all of that big overview into just uh, a couple of minutes. So let's do Cinco de Mayo, and then we'll do the overview tomorrow. Tomorrow doesn't have as much going on. Deal? Thank you. Okay, the first thing that we should talk about is a grand trine. So we have a grand trine today between Venus, the Moon, and Mars. Now, we haven't talked about grand trines, and we really haven't talked about aspects that much at all because I think we have been under the bigger macro influence. However, maybe that's releasing a little bit, and these subtleties are starting to be able to be seen again. So let's explore. First of all, we still have the Venus-Neptune square, 20 degrees. Venus is in Gemini, Neptune is in Pisces. They are still squared off. But an overlay to that today is we now have trines. We have three trines, so the big triangle, trines between Venus and Mars, Mars and the moon, and the moon and Venus. So you know how yesterday we were talking about if you had some kind of a conflict going on in the relationship? You know, today might be that day to talk about it. Mercury has conjuncted the sun. It's moving on. And so that direct energy, you know, yesterday, if you were to talk about your Venus-Neptune square issue in your relationship, you would have come at it from a very individualistic perspective. It's all about me, and I'm going to talk about me. That's Mercury-Sun. Now that's relaxed a little bit, and we have this nice trine between the moon and Venus. So that's going to bring some emotion back in. And the moon is in Libra, so that brings some balance to this whole thing. Mars in Aquarius, well, we know what that's been about. However, it's now being tempered by Venus and the moon. So Mars should not be as punchy and aggressive in Aquarius as it has been, at least for today. I mean, we get a one-day reprieve. So just think about that. It's kind of a nice little connection between Mars, Venus, and the moon in connection with or in tandem partnership with our Marsun, our fading Marsunerus stellium in Taurus. All right? Keep that in mind. But the big news of the day, 4.13 a.m. Eastern Time today, the nodes change signs. That is hallelujah. Well, sort of. <laughs> so let's pick this apart. So what happens at 4.13 this morning? And remember, the, the nodes of the moon, so we're talking about the south node and the north node, are in constant retrograde motion on the astrological chart. And keep in mind that they don't exist. They're intersection points between two rotational points of axis, let's just say. I don't want to go into the depth of that. If you want to know what the nodes of the moon are, just Google it and, and go to the images on Google and you'll get a plethora of images of the nodal. You could type in nodal axis of the moon, and you'll get exactly the chart. You can see what it is. But basically, they're just intersection points of two different orbits. All right? Let's just put it that way. So they're, they're spots in space. 
And because of the orbits going forward, the axis points are always in a retrograde appearance. So normally, a node that was in Capricorn, if it were moving in zodiacal order, you would think that it would go into Aquarius, but not in retrograde. It moves into Sagittarius. So the nodes move into South Node Sagittarius, North Node Gemini. This will last until January 18th, 2022. So the nodes in a sign last a little over a year and a half. So that puts us at about 18 to 19 years for a complete cycle to go all the way around. So to find our last south node in Sagittarius, north node in Gemini, we have to go all the way back to October 2001. So fix these dates in your mind. Go back and think of October 2001 to April 2003. Got that date in mind? See, this was just after 9-11. I mean, the month after 9-11. There was a big hit to the economy, and we basically spent that transit putting Humpty Dumpty back together again after 9-11. Okay, let's go back again before that one. We have to go back to March 1983 to September 1984. Some of you were not yet with us during that transit. Many of you were March 1983 to September 1984. Remember what was going on in your life back then if you were of an age to remember? All right, let's walk it back one more. This takes us to August 1964 to February 1966. How many of you remember that period? (laughs) All right. So let's think of a couple of things in common of these different eras. As I, as I thought of that, so this is modern history. I was born before the last one that was mentioned. So I've got all three of these. So let's just think about 1964. What happened really, really big in the world in 1963? That was when John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas, November 22nd, 1963. So this was almost a year later that the signs changed. If you have a recollection of that period, so you'd have to be, well, you'd have to be 60, that you know that that was the period, first of all, of really the acceleration of the Vietnam War, and it was the acceleration of the what became the 60s. So that was not only the free love, psychedelic, very Aquarian, the beginning of the Aquarian age really was culminated or birthed or born out of that era of the 1960s. So really, this was kind of a focal point or a a pivot point, if you will, of the 1960s. So post-Kennedy, Vietnam escalating, love and peace, the hippie movement starting, the Beatles come over to the United States and play on the Ed Sullivan show. That began this really big shift. And then as the war dragged on toward the later part of the decade, And think about being a high school student in the 1960s, especially a man, and all you had to look forward to was getting shipped over to Vietnam and possibly coming back in a body bag. That's what set the stage for the latter part of the 60s when you had the riots and the disruptions. In other words, people saw the BS and they got tired of it and they started rebelling against it. Sound familiar? Now, bring it back to the nodes. The nodes were um, basically the escalation of the war there. All right, March 83 and 84. What was that time period? President Ronald Reagan, a couple of years in office. 
the assassination attempt, where he obviously survived, had already happened. You had the Iran-Iraq war in the Middle East. That was a long, drawn-out conflict. You also had a very short invasion of Grenada. And there was this Soviet secret war. It basically was part of the conflict was the downing of the Korean jetliner. And then there was uh, a missile confusion around the Soviet Union. You can Google it if you want more information. But basically, again, we had these underpinnings. It was really the only time during the Reagan presidency that military conflict came to the surface. Let's go to October 2001 to April 2003. That was the aftermath, obviously, of 9-11. What did that begin? The war in Afghanistan, the war in Iraq, the second war in Iraq, the war on terror that is still going on today. You see the pattern here? So this axis is going to be very interesting in light of what is going on now. Are we going to go back and repeat possibly the love and peace and chill out and, hey, everything's good, man, and let's bring on the age of Aquarius form of the 60s? Or are we going to repeat perhaps the patterns of those incubations of conflict? This could be a real interesting one. And uh, we're going to be in it for a while. So as it unfolds, we, we shall see. That's the stage. But however, the big tipping points, the Kennedy assassination, the 9-11, the coronavirus... At least the nodes have changed signs from those trigger points. And that is good news. All right, we'll do our big overview tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye.